I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Only more as a Jeff Hurst. The trailer looking at Billy Bones. Paolo DiCaprio. West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together in the free. Good evening, welcome to the end of the season, more than just a podcast podcast, morning or afternoon. Hey! My name... Episode 29, podcast, podcast. My name is George, I'm in the studio today with Sean, hello Sean. Good evening, good morning or good afternoon, George. Uh, Good evening for us. Reese is in the studio, hello Reese. Yeah, you'd think it would be a good evening. (laughs) 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 How was your journey in, Reese? It's my job. (laughs) Don't start stealing everyone's job. See, this is how it starts. (laughs) <laughs> he told you. Them boots are just so oh, big. Oh, yeah, he, it's going to be like, you'll just see him, him and that Nigel, riding off into the sunset. Second season syndrome, this is. <laughs> we are all tired at the end of the season. And there's going to be a little bit of bickering. And uh, Second season? This is our third season. It's our second season back in the Premier League. But it's the podcast third season. season. Oh, yeah. All right, third season. And John is in the studio. Hello, Hello. John. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. How's your knee? It's a bit sore. What have you done to it? I'm not quite sure. I've been to the doctor, and he's going to send me for some investigations. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. (laughs) On the first take, you said... uh, Becoming a detective. On the first take, you said you had a blow-up knee. My knee had blown up, is what, what I What do you mean, that. first take? We always do this in one take. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is not the second take. Um, this is oh, our... Dear. I was actually supposed to check, wasn't I? Yeah. So, episode 29 for season three. Have we achieved 100 podcasts yet? The mm. answer is... We're on 97. Dun, dun, dun. No, so this is 98. Oh. oh. Two more. Oh, so we've got two more to go. Two more away from 100. The we, Guy de Mel World Cup update. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have some bad news. I was actually going to... Has he not been picked? Yeah. He hasn't been picked. Has he not made the squad? Oh, no, no, he hasn't. No. We got someone. No, 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 no. This is incorrect information. He actually retired from international yeah. football. Oh, is he? Uh, he? He feels he's too good for the what team. One of our listeners <laughs> told Fair us enough. about that, didn't they? They did. Uh, now so we, we look a bit stupid. Because there's no one. <laughs> for the last three weeks, so we've lived we, off Guy Demel joke. There must be <laughs> some other uh, player for West Ham. Or if Andy Carroll stops having a party, he might be going to. Uh, he's on the reserve Ooh. list, isn't he? Ooh. He's on the standby list. Yeah. Did you see his. Uh, he's in Dubai. So, he's you know. in Dubai. Did you see that? <laughs> no he wants to be I'd rather be. There, you know? And then he put. Um, I know they're very, they're very cuddly and kissy, aren't they? For, for such a yeah, time where you can't show any public affection. Yeah. Did you see a message? She put no place I'd rather be with Andy Carroll, yeah. and then he put I'd rather be Brazil. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Did he put that? Yeah, he put on Instagram. It's quite funny. But they're very strict out there. They don't allow unmarried sex. If he got caught with that, uh, with what? Where have you joined up? You can't <laughs> like that. Just no, go on in, holiday. In, no, in Dubai they don't put up with that. Well, um, obviously they won't do then. Well, I, they should I, have separate rooms. I don't. F- I don't think they're quite as sort of. On to these sort of things in the touristy areas, bits in the hotels and. I don't know. I don't know though. The well, law's the law, John. 
But also, yeah. but I think you find that they allow drinking in well, the hotels. Well, they, they have a big problem with drinking and drugs. Now, of course, Andy Carroll won't get involved in anything to do with that. But I'm just saying they have very strict laws out there. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, the two things aren't related. No, obviously was, not. Yeah. Was there a game on the weekend? Yeah, yeah, there was no... Yeah, there was. We can talk about Dubai. Yeah. I'd rather talk about Dubai Should we do a Dubai podcast? Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Live from Dubai. We can use all the money that Sean's earned. He can take us all to Dubai. Yeah. Oh. Do an outside podcast. Let's talk about the football match that happened yesterday on Sunday. It was against Manchester City. Man City had to win to win the league. Or draw. I thought it was a training match. They did. It was a close-run thing because <laughs> I can just imagine that uh, Liverpool fans were really thinking that we would turn Man City over. That was really going to happen. There well, was some talk on Twitter the night before with David Gold's going like anything is possible and stuff like that. Yeah, I did. Well, I, I like the thing that you put around that went a bit viral, which was uh, a picture of uh, Stuart Downing. Did see. I called it, didn't I? I said, retweet yeah, it. Stuart Downing and Andy Carroll with their thumbs up saying, don't worry, we've got this covered. <laughs> <laughs> Man but City. They, and uh, I sent that to a friend cool. of mine who runs a podcast for Liverpool. It's called the Anfield Index. And he retweeted it and it, it got hundreds of people going, oh shit, we're <laughs> in trouble. Well, they, to be and fair, they were right. Yeah, to be fair, if you take in, into account that Nolan was this big... Like Liverpool prodigy, when he out the Liverpool youth wanted to do his it. Quality, for, I love him. Wanted to do it for the family and his friends, and all these other connections to Liverpool. They didn't really look like they were no going for anything, did they? It was just a poor goal, the first one. Yeah, but I, I thought we played the first like four minutes. Okay, that's <laughs> <First> four. <laughs> yeah. Maybe five. Maybe so five or six. Uh, the stats: uh, West Ham United had thirty-two percent possession. Uh, City had 68. Free Close shots. From thing. Free zero. Shots zero on target that for us. Shocking. Nice use of the word zero. Uh, City had 28 shots with seven on target. Good effort. Most long balls. Man City, 39. West Ham, 55. Long ball merchants. Man City, Yaya Torre had six. Ah, oh, what West a long Ham's ball merchant. Matthew Taylor equaled him with six. Yeah, that Yaya Torre. He's such just a long ball a, merchant, He's just he? such a... Long ball merchant. Mm. I mean, who would have him in their team? Do you see the way he pushed the army aside when he nicked the ball off the army? Yeah. In the, in by the throwing. <laughs> they said on by there... The, by the throwing. By yeah. the throwing. <laughs> the, the Yaya Torre should have probably won Player of the Year and it shouldn't have gone to uh, Suarez. It Why? should have gone to someone in the Is that because he's too far offside? I disagree. Why? Because I think uh, Luis Suarez is actually... Probably Hi guys, sorry I couldn't be with you tonight. Uh, yeah, but he went you know a bit I cold at the that end, didn't he? Yeah, but he hasn't played for eight games to start the season and still got that melt I know he did, but then he went John a bit off and the boil. George and really Reese may tell you that I'm an Allardyce fan or something like that. That's not true. Well, I, I, would, I would like to say that was probably our best performance against City all season. Definitely. Because we only let in two against them. Yeah, but we did. aggregate we were 12 one down before we even played them. So now we're 14-1. So, you know, they are the champions. They weren't two good goals. They are the champions. We parked the bus, yeah. After a little while, we said, well, let's not play football. Let's just try and defend. But we didn't really expect anything other than that, Sean, did we? Well, I'm going to say this. Go on, then. Even though I'm pro-Aladice, I'm going to say this. But, um, and that might be the last time I say that. But because uh, he might not be an Allardyce to be pro Allardyce. But anyway, if he really wanted to what send a message, saying, Sean? if he wanted to send a message to the it's fans, all in it later. it's coming up, John. It's coming up. If he wanted to send a message to the it's fans, dead. wouldn't he have Ooh. just said, "We've got nothing to lose here. Let's just play four four two and show them that it's not all it's cracked up to be," and put two strikers up front and paid additional... He hasn't got it in his locker, Sean. He, he hasn't well, got the ability to he set a team What do you mean, like locker? Anyone can do that and just go... We've only got right, Andy Carroll. two strikers. We've only got Andy Carroll. And then we bring on Cole. Cole on. He takes Andy Carroll off. Don't forget, in 2010, Cole's Liverpool right. bid... Do you remember this? Yeah, Carlton Cole's all right. Liverpool bid £10 million pound for Carlton Cole. Do you remember that story? Did they? That was uh, Hodgson. Did they actually? £10 million. <laughs> Why didn't we, we send them down? I don't know. I offered to drive him. <laughs> uh, Sean, can you introduce the next part of the podcast, please? 
Uh, are we not saying anything else about it? Uh, there's nothing well, going. Not, would... Can I just say one thing about the Man City fans? Man City. Yeah, I think everybody who invaded the pitch should get a life banning order, and the people who let off the smoke bombs should uh, go to prison for a very long, long time. If that had been West Ham and we'd invaded the pitch at the bowling ground, I bet we'd have all got life banning orders. Wow. I'd like to say congratulations. Not if we Man just City. won the league. You really think so? I think so. That's because everyone's anti West Ham. That's why we never win the league. That'll be why. Yeah. Sean? Anyway, is for the last time. Hang on, take two. Last time ever? Last time ever. Here for the last time ever. Let's see what the gaffer has Hang on, hang on. This last time ever? Yeah. Oh, because of him. Here for the last time ever. Let's see what the gaffer has to say. Oh, is that because what you're doing after <laughs> this podcast next oh. season? No, right? no, it's nothing. It's because ah. this is the last time I think Sam Allardyce will be in charge. I'll take four. Let's see what the gaffer has to say. For the last time or? N- no, just next. <laughs> for the last time or was that take four? For take take four or oh, ever? Oh, for fuck's sake. Let's see <laughs> what the gaffer has <laughs> to say. So are you saying that because that's what you think or do you know something that we should know? Let's see what the gaffer has to say. For the last time? For the last time, <laughs> I think that um, we, we tried to do all we could at the in the frustration terms that um, we wanted to do and try and uh, see if we could uh, break out and get on the counter attack, which is obviously the only real way you can play against Manchester City at their own ground, based on the the quality of their players today. But um, the real sickness for me was letting that goal in just before half time. I thought that. Uh, that the, the shot should have been saved by Adrian. Sadly, he didn't quite get the hand on it. He would have done normally. So, uh, so we're going at one nil at half time, and, and then I suppose had we kept it as good as or as tight as we did in the in the first half, the start of the second, but we gave the goal away off the corner, which was, I think, a little bit fortunate for Manchester City. But I've no qualms with the result. They're a fantastic team. They had every single top quality player that they have that they bought. And uh, they had them out on the field today, and um, the first eleven was there to play, and, and to play against the first eleven of Manchester City with the outstanding quality they've built over the last three or four years is always going to be a difficult task, and uh, we try to do as best we possibly could, which the players did. Do you feel you deserve to carry on, bear in mind the fact you've stayed up comfortably, thirteenth, forty points, no danger of relegation, really? Uh, we've had no re- real threat of relegation for a while, and we've done a the job after our difficulties in uh, in Jan- December and January we've won seven out of the last 15 which is nearly a 50% win rate so we, we've pulled ourselves out of the bottom three in the league and finished 13th this year we we could have we've got 14 clean sheets we've converted some of those draws into 1-0 wins we'd have 46 points again um I suppose the problem is is having your best run at the end of the season, not not rather than at the beginning. Um, our best run last season, when we first set off, was in the beginning of the season, where where we got uh, 16, 17 points in the first ten games and never really threatened with any relegation. This year, we've had it at the end, not the beginning. So the pressure's been on us. Um, the lads have withstood the pressure, and we're established in the Premier League for the second season on the on the trot, exactly where. Um, I was asked to get us to be. Um, in statistic terms, year three gets better, or should get better, but that all depends on how much you can improve your squad and your players, which means that three years you've had the opportunity to improve your squad, so that should make life a little bit easier. And in the hope we can ask for a little bit more of the players and finish in a better position next season than this. You think, do you think it's sad, though, Sam, that you can finish where you have and you future still being questioned <laughs> sad um, I find the game strange uh, I think that um, the volatility of this year's game has been spread across the board by the amount of sackings that's happened to managers uh, throughout the Barclays Premier League um, I think 10 have been changed already uh, no, I don't think it's ever been 50% of the Barclays Premier League done in one season and if anybody else goes, it makes it more than 50%, who knows? So it's not, it's not um, a very secure industry to be in at this moment in time, but it's one we all love and one we, we enjoy doing, one we 
we got to compete at the highest level if you're a manager. This is the highest level in the world. I competed at the highest level in the world for many, many years. There's only Arsene Wenger competed at this level longer than me. And um, I know how to manage in this league and I know how to turn teams into better teams than when you first take them over. He does love himself a little bit, <laughs> yeah. doesn't he? Are we deluded? Uh, yeah, yes. deluded. Oh, I'm obviously deluded. So, I'm going to say something, because I've, I've done an article about this tomorrow in uh, West Ham West Ham I, I Die? Yeah. Do you write for West Ham Till I Die? I do, but I'm also... <laughs> did I mention I'm associate editor for uh, Clarence Hume? You didn't. Is that new? No, oh, it is new, yes. Wow. So, you've got a lot of done. stuff on your plate. And Nigel Khan is the number one blogger. I know. I you know. must be able to... You must be... Probably I don't watch television and I don't it. do stuff in the evening. I You're probably know. questioning your commitment to this podcast. No, that's fine. No? Anyway, the question I want to ask <laughs> is, in um, Lady Boy, is it Lady Boy? What? <laughs> His name is Ian Lady Boy, isn't it? Oh, no, it's not Lady Boy, it's Lady Man. <laughs> Ian Lady Man. <laughs> you, he's, he's a journalist on the Daily Mail. A lady, not Lady <laughs> <laughs> Ian Lady Man said in uh, an article that <laughs> Ian Lady Boy, <laughs> I'm gonna get upset. I'll upset him now. Is he said uh, West Ham is a modest club who think they're a big club? And I said, who said that? Article Ian Lady Boy. It was the journalist who the said journalist it. Journalist in the Daily Mail. All right. uh, and, and I thought, well, you know, we know Sam's deluded and has got an ego bigger than the club. He's also got a lot of journalists in his back pocket. Yeah, but are we also a bit deluded? Are we, as as Ian says, um, a modest club who think we're a big club? Because no, there's a little no. bit of truth in that, in my view. I don't think. I don't think there's loads of there's not a load of West Ham fans who think we're like a big club. You know, we are, we are. Histo- we're on par with so many other clubs. Yeah, but, we're, but do we think we're bigger than we are? Are we, we're are we trading on the sixties? We're historically a big club. We've got a large fan base, and you know, but you know, in, in recent years, we haven't achieved anything no. to warrant being a big club. No. Well, you know, what's your big clubs? Your Man United's... I mean, Arsenal have achieved it by sustained... All right, is Spurs a big club? No, Spurs are no... Is Everton a big club? This is what I've said to you in the past. Spurs All just are well no different... Yeah, it's no different than us. It's just is been well managed. All right, how about Newcastle? Is Newcastle a big club? Is how you define a big club? Well, exactly. This, that's been an age-old question. And it's, it's, it's perception. It's whoever... Man City are not a big club until... Until they get Money was ploughed into them. If West Ham had someone come in over the summer, put in, say, 100-odd million... Can't happen now. All right, is no, it no, 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 I know, but then? I'm saying that that's... Blackburn won... Was it Blackburn that won the, the league? Black, when Blackburn, Blackburn, yeah. Yeah, Blackburn, Blackburn won it. Not Blackburn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they won the league. Are they a big club? Because someone came in and bought the league for them, and they won it, and now they're wherever they are. Are they well, a big yeah, club? It's a, a Leeds a big club? It's a very it's so easy. Leeds are big, you know. It's so easy to get a, a group of fans back up by having this discussion and questioning whether they are a big club or not a big club. And that's what I, Ian Ladyboy's done. I just yeah. think we've got delusions. Of I don't think we have. I a think bit. I think West Ham <laughs> fans in in general know where we are. I and think what you're we, all deluded doing. and you talk bollocks, you lot. The thing is, none of us expect. None of us expect championship winning football, do we? No. None of us expect Champions no, none League. None yeah, of exactly, us that's what I mean. We're just, we're just sick of... Anyway, I think that could shit. be <laughs> Sam's last do interview. Do you? Why do you say that well, five times? <clears throat> he's, he's got this big meeting tomorrow. So that's on uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, if, if such a decision was to be made, when would we hear? Would we hear tomorrow? Well, that, that meeting I hear would we will, hear Wednesday? will go on all day, most likely. So I know the Daily the Daily Mail surprised me, and it wasn't Ian Ladyboy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it now. It wasn't Ian Ladyman, did it? It was the Daily Mail. And they came out straight away and they said, Sam will be stacked on Sunday, which was a weird one to do, and I know it was online. Um, they softened it a little bit in the afternoon, and then I think the Guardian came out and also said Sam's going to get sacked. Um, 
But I don't think it's that cut and dry. You know, I understand, and, and I am doing an article on this, about that one chairman, I think, has come to the end of his tether with um, um, Sam. That's quite obvious who that is after yeah. his little... The other chairman, outburst. I believe, thinks it would be a big gamble and for business reasons would like to keep him. Let's just say a lady director who won't be named um, <coughs> is probably sitting on the fence. Um, on one hand, she looks at the business Ooh. and two... <laughs> on, on the other hand, she looks at the f- fans' discontent and know at the end of the day they're your customers and customers are always right. But I, am, I, I hear the format. It's not quite the cut and dried. In he goes, P45, away you go. It will be, he will be set a number of tough questions. They will review the season game by game, result by result, performance by performance. They will ask him, they will look at his transfer record, they will look at Jarvis, they will look at Andy Carroll, they will look at Stuart Downey. Um, there is a very good chance that they will discuss with him that he won't have the same, same kind of control he had over um, transfers in the future. And who knows, he might consider that constructive dismissal and say <laughs> that... Um, <laughs> dismissal. Dismissal. Um, because he's losing control of the transfers, but everyone will say he hasn't done really well. Yeah. But also, I think the fans element will f- be... Re- big on the agenda as well because Mr Sullivan has always said you know he feels about when he gets grief about the fans he thinks I'm sure he will say Sam needs to get on better with the fans you know for me it changed when he cupped his ear even though I'm pro Allardyce when he cupped his ear that was the end of him with the fans in my view that was the sign. That was the moment we can define. No, no, it sort of started with his, they're all deluded and they talk <coughs> bollocks I think but that you know, was back in the championship. I know he, it was, but he hasn't uh, helped himself. He wasn't. He wasn't well fancied when he came in. You know, it was there was a, a clear division of people who either there were a few who liked him, a large amount who didn't want him, and another large amount who were willing to give him a chance because we were in such a shit state. Yeah, and he hasn't endeared himself throughout his whole tenure at the club to the fans in any way. Yeah, so. You know, I think I think uh, although there's been a lot of polls and everything, I, I think 25 percent of those polled talking of never polls, wanted did you see him. You song contest. Uh, never wanted him <laughs> yeah. in the first place. 25 uh, percent are pro Allardyce and stayed with him, which leaves <laughs> somewhere in between. And I think they change with results and they're fickle fans. And they fickle. And like no, it's just Sean, they don't get more fickle fans. than you. Well, they don't get more no fickle than me. I get ch- pro, anti, and pro, no, anti. You what? You're what I yourself? Have, I have been a fickle fan and changing views of Allardyce as it goes up and down. I agree with that. <laughs> I can't make my mind up with him. I still don't make... If he gets sacked tomorrow, I still don't know whether I want it or not. I think they'll talk to him finally about entertainment. I think they talked to him about uh, his performance. At the end of the day, the club and the chairman say they don't just want survival. Yes, we finished 13th. Yes, we got 30, um, 40 points and, and the cutoff was 35. Yes, five points above it. But we wanted to do better than 10th position last year. There was £1.2 million for each place we earned this season. So every place counted. That could have been money that went in the transfer pot. So I think he's going to be asked all these things, but I don't think it's going to be cut and dry. I still think he will go at the end of the day, at the end of the meeting. I think Mr Sullivan will get his way. Um, well, if he's the 12th highest paid manager in the world, there's quite a few managers out there that would come for that sort of money. Obviously. But I, I'm going to just say one thing about the future managers. The first thing I'm going to say is, <coughs> you know, historically... Uh, Gold and Sullivan have always got British managers. Where did that story come from? <coughs> what do you mean? There was a story in the week saying that we will only, we'll only go British. Yeah, that came from me, actually. Um, so where did that go? Yeah. That came from what I'm about to talk about, which is a source of the Players' Awards, actually. Someone. Uh, well, let's, let's play the, the Hugh Sullivan interview. So, Sean, you caught up with Hugh? Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, let's, let's talk to Hugh. Uh, what did you talk about? Let's just uh, well, we talked about the tragic news about Phil Parks and uh, Ray Stewart. Uh, one, one's uh, got bowel cancer, the other one's having open heart surgery. And, of course, we talked about what we're talking about now, which is we talked about 
um, what he thinks is going to happen at meeting with uh, Sam Allardyce as well. And we welcome back to more than just a podcast. It's the last episode of the season, so we thought we'd have a word with Hugh from Claret and Hugh. Um, probably about fourth time in the in the last couple of months. Welcome back, Hugh. Short of guest, obviously, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. We always <laughs> like your words of wisdom. And, and particularly, uh, I want, there's two things I wanted to start with. The, the first one was I wanted to talk to you about um, uh, Phil Parks, mm. you know, bad news of um, Phil Parks and um, uh, his battle with cancer, same yeah. cancer that beat um, Bobby Moore um, and Ray Stewart. And, and um, I know you caught up with Phil Parks. I just wanted to, if you could share what, what Phil said. Yes, it was very sad, of course. It always is, I think, if people get deeply concerned the minute the C word's mentioned. But um, when I heard, I, I, I love Phil. I think he's one of the gentlest, nicest human beings I've ever met. And um, I got on to him and asked how he was, and he was incredibly upbeat. And he gave me a lovely, lovely interview um, and said that uh, he's been checked out by uh, an Essex boy who's going to be his surgeon. Uh, it hadn't spread. He had got bowel cancer, but everybody, including himself, was entirely 100% certain that um, he was going to recover and everything was going to be fine. Um, and I spoke to him about Ray, and they'd swapped texts uh, a couple of nights earlier, and, and Ray's upbeat about his open-heart surgery, and uh, we're going to try and fix other penalty shoes up between the two of them, and they're both back at hospital uh, Sean, lovely yeah, guy, lovely, yeah, lovely guy. Two legends, but, certainly from my totally. time. They're two massive legends. Yeah, you know. absolutely right. Um, absolutely. In, in my era, and uh, you know, we we hope they get well very soon and uh, make a full recovery. Full interview with him's on the on the site if anybody wants to have a look at it. ClaritonHugh.info. Um, and Phil told me he said that he was going to have his operation on the twentieth. He said, "Ring me on the twenty-first, and I'll let you know how it's all gone." Unbelievable attitude. Um, Absolutely. That's why these guys are what they are. You know, just... They are, they are. Anyway, before we move on to your favourite topic of Sam Allardyce. No. I've just become, uh, I, I know the boys always take the mickey out of me, say I write for, for uh, West Ham till I die, but I can now say I'm the associate editor of Claren and Hugh. So you're, you're really going places now, and um, you've been sharing some of the stats with me even. Uh, you're the fastest growing West Ham site at the moment, overtaking the big boys. Um, what's it all about? What, what's your magic? Missed that, Sean. You were broke up there. What was that again? What's your magic? How come you're you're growing in stature and, and suddenly? There's no magic. It's, it, 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 there's no magic at all. And there's, you know, there's one thing that I'd like to say. I I I don't want to feel that you know I'm on some crusade to uh, you know overtake and become the the Big, I mean, I, I want to become the biggest side out there. Of course I do. But, you know, you've got a few contacts and, and you get a few stories. And um, I try not to follow the newspapers. And uh, you're now my associate editor and you know how we work. We're always looking for new ideas. We're always looking for the story behind the story. And that's where we go. I mean, I've just come off the phone from Ian Bishop. Um, he was in the country for the match at the weekend, the two great loves of his life, the Hammers and uh, Manchester City, gave me a lovely interview, and he wants to get involved in the in the site. Um, just try and stay ahead of the game, you know. It's all about news, really, isn't it, yeah. Sean, don't you think? Yeah, and I think that's the edge you give to it. You know, your journalistic experience puts journalistic view on news rather than blogging mm. and rather than just repeating other people's news, as you say. It's about getting the exclusives, isn't it, and using your contacts and everything else. And we've got some, we won't reveal them now, but we've got some exciting stuff coming up on Claret and Hugh over the closed season, ready for the new season, haven't we? Absolutely right, yeah. We're going to, um, we're going to open up a new, we're open up a new section. We're, we're, we're planning together, aren't we? Um, we are. It sounds like a private conversation, but we want to start a VIP section, um, yeah. which we're plotting our way forward on. Um, where you can get a special membership and a special subscription and one thing or yeah. another. But uh, exciting plans and great to be working with you, Sean. Favourite subject, Sam Allardyce. We now know the meeting is tomorrow. We're recording this on the Monday, which means the meeting's on the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday the 13th. Yeah. We finish the 13th. 
Is the 13th going to be unlucky for Sam? I think I gave my view on Sam quite conclusively last week. And personally, I mean, I think it's got to be over, hasn't it? I mean, I just... Is there any way back? Hmm? Any way back? I mean, he, he seemed to do the interview in the Daily Mail. He, Jack's tweeted, you know, although the both chairmen are being tight-lipped at the moment, what's going to happen? Uh, Karen Brady's being silent in a column. It, uh, every media outfit have already signed his, his death, um, you know, his obituary and said that, he, you know, he, he's out of a job. Um, but could a miracle come out of the meeting and suddenly they go, you know, we've spoken to Sam and everything's all right and we're all forgiven and we give him another chance. Can you see that happening? No, I can't because I, I, I put up a story this afternoon uh, which is the situation as I understand it. Now, um, if the football itself isn't sufficient um, to, to, to say goodbye, which is what you know the fans have been complaining about... Um, the real issue, as I understand it from most sources, most of my sources in the club, is that it is the relationship with the fans which will become under the heaviest scrutiny. Um, they are deeply concerned about the relationship or the non-relationship that Sam has with the fans. Both Tony Cotty and Ian Bishop have said to me, quite independently of that, um, the fans will decide when he goes. And I think the, 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 the club are deeply aware of that. Um, there is no relationship anymore. Somehow something changed after the Cup Deer incident. And it was said to me, if he cannot tell us that he can sort out the problem with the fans, I'm afraid he will have to go. I don't see how it's possible, Sean. Unless it's just a bit of nonsense and, and it's all a bit of fakery. Um, you know, if you've got so many fans against you, you can't turn around and me and say, oh, well, don't worry, David, don't worry, David, I'll, I'll sort it out, it'll be fine. Because we all know how deep this goes. There's been an instability in the club that we've spoken about before for a long time now. And this is effectively what the meeting is about. And I'm told just before I came on by somebody else who's close to it, that it will go on all day. And it could even go on into the next day. Yeah. But it's not a foregone conclusion. I mean, I mean, sources we both know, very close to the club, have, have, have stressed that he's not just going in and going, thanks very much, Sam, here's your P45. This is a conversation. He will be asked tough questions. Mm. But there's no foregone conclusion, which, you know, if you've read a lot of papers you'd think it's just come in, get sacked, go home. No, it's not that at all. No, it, it is a question and answer session. Um, I asked that specific question. Uh, I think my exact wording was, we've heard a lot about the board meeting. What form does it take? What shape will it have? Um, who's involved? And I was told it's very much a case of us asking the questions and a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system.
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sam Allardyce giving us the answers to this season. Hmm. Uh, I said, what are the subjects? And they said, look, there are a lot of subjects, but the major, major issue is the manager's relationship with the fans or, as it was put to me, the lack of one. Yeah. Now, I don't know how he puts it right. I don't know what he says. If I say to him, look, there was a web poll that was nearly 80% against you. They have booed you. Um, they are swamping the social media with complaints about you and wanting you gone. Can you put this right? Let me ask you, Sean, what answers has he got? Has he got? How well, can he I, think, I think we know Sam Allardyce is quite arrogant in his things, and he will say, you've employed me to be a football manager and not to woo the fans. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Whenever I have spoken to David Gold and interviewed David Gold, David Gold always, always, always says it is not just about managing a football club. It's about handling the media. It's about handling the fans. There's far more to this job now, Sean, than in this media heavily media-emphasised world that we live in than, than just going to the training ground, developing a system and winning or whatever matches. It's about handling the media, as I say. It's about OK, I'm going to ask you another question because we know Sam is very media-savvy. I'm going to put it to you, maybe. He wants to get sacked. He deliberately cupped his ear to upset the fans. Oh, I don't he think deliberately a... interviewed to get the sack and he's doing everything possible to get his compensation because he doesn't like living in London. He doesn't like us as a football club or the fans. He doesn't, doesn't think we you know, deserve his respect. Um, and, and we don't have enough ambition, as he said, although I think that was taken slightly out of context. But he did use the word that maybe he's got more ambition than West Ham. When a manager comes out publicly and says, I've got more ambition than you, and then 24 hours later turns around to Sky Sports and says, I'm as experienced, I'm one of the most experienced managers here, I've been doing it for years and years and years, etc., etc., etc. At a time when his job is under serious threat, or seemingly under serious threat, yeah, I would have to agree with a lot of that. I think that he's turned the suicide note into a CV. Um, and I don't think there's many other men who could actually do that. Um, I... I don't think he likes West Ham very much. I don't think he likes the fans very much. I have heard him say on occasions, oh, uh, a Juventus or an AC Milan wouldn't be out of place, or similar, something similar to this. For me, that's, where I, that's what I would relish and all the rest of it. Well, if that's how you feel, uh, our little club's hardly going to be big enough for you, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's a lot in what you've just said, Sean. Yeah, I will go with that as a conspiracy theory. I think so possibly let, you might be looking let's for move it, yeah. on to the bigger question. And the question, you know, a lot of people who criticised the poll sort of said, well, it asked one question, yes or no. There mm. was no ifs, buts, maybes. And the mm. biggest question people say is, yes, I want Sam Allardyce to go, but it depends who replaces him. You know, mm. if you look at the fans' favourite, it's Village, it's Loudrup, and it's Moyes. Mm. And we know between us, all three of those are unlikely to be on the list. Mm. Other people have said to me, if it's Malcolm Mackay, I'd rather stick with Sam Allardyce. Um, and, and, and so where does it leave us in better the devil you know? And I must admit, even though I was one that slightly... I, I've been pro-Allardyce for a long time, as you know, but mm. I got bored. You've changed that, haven't you, over the last couple of three weeks. Um, but I am very nervous of, you know, that Sam's teams don't go down, but Sam's teams after he's left gone down. And mm. I'm really that the chairman make the right decision if he does go. I think it's too late for him now to come back. But who next? And well, will they be able to keep us in the I, position? I, I, I do think that us, we as fans, which is what I am first and foremost, and, and yourself, um, we do put ourselves in a position where we don't perhaps need to. Um, 
you know, I mean, if 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 you trust the the, the sources that I have, um, then I think this is a slight encouragement. There has actually been no decision made, and I said, well, to my contact this morning. Um, in that case, we're going to get Sam by default. He said, no. He said, no. He said, Sam can be sacked. He said, there is, there is time. He said, I, they're looking around. They're looking at various options. I said, well, who would take over in the meantime? He said, there's no need for anybody to take over in the meantime. He said, we've got two, three, four weeks. He said, there are moves being made. He said, but they're not going to tell you who they are. They're not going to tell the fans who they are. He said, but we're not going to be in a position where... If he is sacked, we haven't got any options whatsoever. He said, but they won't rush at it. They will go for their chosen people, and they will appoint in the fullness of time. And they will already have an idea from those people, the type of players that they would like to be, that they would like to bring in, and that's where they'll be looking. So yeah. there's not a huge, huge, oh, my Godfathers, we've got to get somebody in. We've got to do it now because they're all on holiday anyway. There's plenty. It's, it's the old sort of, uh, what, what's that thing about the swan? It looks so lovely on the top and, and, and everything's flapping underneath. There's a lot going on underneath. And I'm sure that there are people being sought out that, well, we just haven't got any idea of. Um, but that's what I want to talk to you about. So we know, and both of us have, have got our sources of finding, saying that it's likely that it would be another British manager. But mm. to be honest, there's not a lot of British managers available with the right experience. And three foreign managers have been linked in recent weeks, some by you and some more recently. So Ranieri is, is one name that came up. Mm. Recently, Gus Poyer has come in with, mm. with a betting overnight, which mm. has, has been very strange. And just today, and it's just been retweeted uh, of a picture of the Moosey and Abrahams with him, Rafa Benitez has mm. entered a possibility that we might nick him from, from Tottenham. So is there likelihood we might go for a foreign manager or do you think they would stay British? I, 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 I don't think they're going to stay British for the sake of it. You know, I mean, Rafa Benitez has managed... They've got to get somebody who knows the Premier League inside out perhaps, and backwards. They've got to have somebody who speaks good English. They've got to have somebody that they can sit down and talk to. The two Davids are British blokes. You know, they don't want a, a situation where they can't really, where they get into a lost-in-translation situation. Because let's be honest, David Sullivan does take a big hand in all the transfers, doesn't he? And he's yeah. got to be able to talk to his manager. Rafa Benitez, certainly. You know, Rafa Benitez would be fine, wouldn't he? I mean, he speaks English, he knows the league, he understands it, he's lived over here, he knows the culture. Don't see a problem. Personally, what my preference, Sean? Yeah. Always has been my preference. I, I, it would have been Gus Poyer. But I don't yeah. think he's going to get the gig because I don't think he's experienced enough. I had it said yeah. to me again this morning. He hasn't had a year in the division yet. Ra yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see Rafa. I can see Rafa in there. And that would be fine. But you know what? No, I'm not going to say it. I'll get myself into trouble on the podcast. I, I will. I'll get you <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But I'm not going to say I want him. But I'll tell you what, as a geezer, as a bloke, as someone who says it as it is, you've got, you, you've got to hand it to Tim Sherwood, haven't you? He, 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 he hasn't done bad this season in terrible circumstances, really. I know, but I'm not sure. No, it can't happen. No, anyway. Uh, we're going to finish there, but I'm going to ask you questions I'm going to ask all the podcasters at the end of this. You've answered one, which is, who would you like to be your manager? Mm -hmm. uh, where do you think, what position do you think we're finished next season? What, but you broke up there. What position? What? What, what position? What position in the Premier League do you think we're finished next season? That's an almost impossible question. Not well, should we be targeting, you know, a top six? Ten, where should we be? You know, we were supposed to finish better than tenth this season. We we finished thirteenth. Do you know what, Sean? The biggest problem that our new manager, if that's what is going to happen, is going to have, is getting rid of some of the players that we've got. Um, I don't think there's enough quality in the squad. I only see the current squad. How many have we got coming out of contract? A whole load coming out of contract. Oh, it's twelve. I, I only see that. I only see this squad on the slide. If I'm honest with you. I do. I, do. I don't see any real value in the squad. Um, right, I'll give you one last question, which I'm going to ask, and it might be a difficult one off the top of your head, but if we were to get one marquee signing, 
that would come to West Ham. I'll put that proviso in. Mm-hmm. You've got someone in mind that you would like it? Yeah, Lukaku. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mean, not sure he'd come though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, I, I was an Andy Carroll man. I wanted to see Andy Carroll come to the club, and I'm, you know, in some respects, I'm glad that he has come to the club. But 16 games, two goals, yeah. and Ricky Lambert is going to the World Cup ahead of him. Has this been successful? Has this been a 16 million pound signing? No, not sure, are you? No, 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 no. Anyway, we're going to have to finish that. As usual, we've talked a long time and we'd be overrunning yeah. on the podcast. That was your fault uh, this time. I tried, I, to be, I tried to be sure. But go on, go on. You, what, uh, if people don't follow you already or want to find your website, where can they find it? Um, you find me, uh, you find us now, Sean, don't we? Yeah. At uh, clarisonhugh, info. I think we've had half a dozen stories up today which are nowhere else. Um, they're not in the papers. We haven't even followed the papers. They're our own stories, and they're all on the money. You can follow me at Hugh Southon on Twitter, and I've forgotten your Twitter. What's your Twitter, Sean? At West Ham Football. At West Ham Football. So, yeah, um, look on Sean and myself now as a, as a bit of a team, and we're working together, and uh, I noticed today for the first time we've entered the top 40,000 in the U.K., and there are 109 million websites, so we're not doing bad, are we? We're not. Yeah, we're getting quite a few visitors a day. I don't know if you want to say, but it, it, oh, just had a look this afternoon, and uh, we've got about another six hours of the day to go, and we're on about 22,000 for today. That's we, not bad. We did a new record of 26,000 yesterday. Um, there's a few more stories to come out later on this evening, so hopefully, fingers and everything else crossed, we will touch 30,000 today. But we're doing big numbers. We're doing big Excellent. numbers. Excellent. All right. Well, um, obviously, I'll be speaking to you in closed season, but from, from the podcast point of view, I'm sure we will talk to you again in, in the new season. Cheers, Hugh. Yeah, and I just want to say one thing to everybody who's listening. Well done for putting up with what you've been watching this season. You've been real bricks <laughs> at the club. Well done. Speak Cheers, to you. Hugh. I'll speak to you later. All right, mate. Bye Cheers. now. Bye. Bye. There you go. That was Hugh Southern. We were talking with Sean earlier. Yep. You two get on really well, don't you? We do, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Sean, you went to the Players Awards last week. We mean you, you couldn't, you couldn't yeah. be here for the podcast. You were busy uh, networking and. and we had yeah, a, a I, you know what? I got my ticket from. I met a lot of West Ham stewards from the East End. I was stewards. on their table. Right. Um, I was really lucky. They had a spare space, so I only paid a hundred pounds. I know a lot of people pay three hundred pounds to be there. That's it. Right. Tell everyone, rub it in. Yep. Um, uh, but thanks, Rich, if you're listening. I gave them the podcast card so they, <laughs> they could listen, uh, and we had a good time on the table. Who's not? Um, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the big time for me, I met uh, a friend of the podcast, uh, Sir Trevor Brookin. Literally, as he came off the um, the stage, um, I grabbed him. I saw your said, picture. He said, "Did you say?" I'm from Trev, Trev. Podcast. <laughs> I did, and he went, oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I interviewed you for more than the podcast. He went, oh, that's nice. And then uh, he, he, he then he was supposed to go up to do an interview for West Ham TV. And because I collared him to get um, a picture, <laughs> there's a queue of about 20 people behind me. And I said, I said to him, I've, I said, I'll fuck that up for you, haven't I? And he went, yep. <laughs> so uh, a lot yeah. of swearing on this podcast. Sure. Sure. It's awful. Out with um, a bang. But then I did a similar thing because of where my table was, just at the side. <laughs> You're where? Table. <laughs> table. I did the same with Mark Noble, and when he got off from winning Ham of the Year, I was the first person to go up to him and shake his hand. Again, he looked terrified. Um, but fair play to Mark Noble because after the awards, the one player he's Mr. West Ham football. He spent over an hour making sure every single person got who wanted an autograph, who wanted a photo, who wanted to talk to their mate on the phone, got it. And I tell you, what, not many players would do that. I, I won't mention the other players who didn't do that. Kevin Nolan. Well, I said I wouldn't mention them, but there are some players that really spent time with the fans. But one of the biggest people, I, I was really, I, it was really good that I met um, Adrian. Uh, I had my picture taken with Adrian, and I'm really pleased about that. But um, the hero of the night, do you know who it might be? Did you shake his hand? I did. Maybe that's why he let that flap into the... (laughs) Yeah, who the hero of the night and was the biggest hit of everybody? Um, 
Karen Brady. No, she came in late <laughs> and left early. David Gold. No. Um, um, it's a player. Ben, ben Shepherd. Terry Brown. No. He was there. He was there. See that nice Roger cozy, the relegator. Cozy picture of him. And Roger the relegator was having a really good crack with all the fans, having his picture taken with hundreds of fans. And he's a really good guy, actually. Yeah, I'm sure he is on the, all his money, doing nothing. He's but going yeah, to Brazil, no, it, was isn't he? A, it was a good night. I'm sure he's had a lovely quid. couple of months. But it was at that, and I can't name the person, but someone very close to the club said to me, because I was talking about the possibility of Ranieri coming as the next West Ham manager. And this person said to me... Was that Claudio Ranieri? Yeah. He said to me, no, <laughs> uh, if you look at it, historically, the chairman have always recruited... British managers. So that was and just his opinion, or was he No, I, I can't say how this person is connected. They don't know they're the source of the story, and that's how the source of the story... What about if I turn your microphone down, will you tell us? Yeah, of course. Oh! oh. <laughs> now you understand. Oh, yeah. 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 So is he going to come out retirement? Two, two <laughs> other people connected, foreign <laughs> managers, and I just want to ask you their names in, in recent weeks... Gus Poyer. Yep. Mm-hmm. And today, Rafa Benitez. Ooh. Rafa, what do you think? Uh, Rafa, guys? Let's start with Claudio Ranieri first. What's that? Uh, Claudio Ranieri, I think he'd be a good appointment. He's at Monaco. I know that they're. Tinkerman. He's being. Uh, actually, don't think the French press like him very much. And I don't think his, uh, his manager's management, as in the owners of Monaco, like him very much because he's not doing very well compared to PSG, who have had similar investment to Monaco. Uh, you said that without breathing. Was it Gus Poyer? Yeah. Uh, he's done a very good job at Sunderland, hasn't he? Has he got the experience? In uh, the not League? really. It's only right down to the end. He started off terrible. in the Premiership. Well, well, I, I think Ranieri would be quite a... And Benitez, I can't see happening. He's uh, doing a good job at Napoli. They won, the, won the Italian Cup. And, and Spurs won I think him. he's enjoying himself. And Spurs won him. And Spurs won him. How about Tim Sherwood? Oh, yeah. Love him. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, to be honest with you, though, I would take any of them. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll even I'll even take Poirier because just just to, you know he sort of fits the bill of what I would like. I'd like to see a young, ambitious manager who plays a certain type of football. Human me one last. We time, may as John. well have an ex-Chelsea manager. Yeah, well, we've, we've had them all. We've had them all now. Yeah. And then yeah. we've linked with another three. It's not quite such a legend, is he? Can I say this one last time? Poirier. play for Tottenham and all. He's quite highly thought of at Chelsea, is he not? Poirier. Go on, let Sean Mm. have his one more time. Go on. Sam's teams do not go down, but Sam's former teams do go down. Yeah, because he he jumps ship. He jumps ship as soon as it's going rubbish. Exactly. But uh, maybe it's not for this podcast, but I would just ask is what's going to happen to all the Mark Curtis players after Sam leaves, if he does leave? He will go wherever Sam goes. Yep. Okay. Move on. From the official West Ham Players Awards to the More Than Just a Podcast Awards. We've got a confession to make. No, we haven't. I tried to put them up on the group. Facebook have revoked their voting mechanic on groups and pages and brand pages. That's the reason we didn't put anything up this week. I take that back then, George. Well done. Um, trying. So we have decided that probably the the quickest and most easy... We're just going to hold up our hands. This is where we're going to just vote ourselves. All right. Oh, first. Yeah. Uh, so the first category is best impression of a chicken. Well, Nolan has really done very good impression. Yeah. Anyone attached to the club? Uh, Anyone attached to the club? Even pr- even past players. Well, actually, Matt Shamak. No, but um, at the end of the day, um, we've got to. Um, he still was the biggest goal scorer, and he still won the uh, top goal scorer over at the Players' Awards, didn't he? Who did, sorry? Kevin Nolan. So my vote for Kevin Nolan. Yeah, I think it's going to have to be Kevin Nolan, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. even though, be- only because he was a top goal scorer with... Oh, How many did he get? Four, five. <laughs> Six, wasn't it? Yeah, something silly. All right, so, Kevin uh, Nolan, well done. Let's move on to well done, miss of the season. Can anyone recall any, any blatant misses? Miss of the season. Um... <laughs> I think Andy Carroll. Cole, surely. Andy Carroll. <laughs> Andy Carroll's Andy Carroll. Carroll. Carlton Cole's one. Who did it at Fulham away? Now, let's go Andy watched. Carroll. You mm. missed that one. I would like sending it to him. It wasn't, it wasn't Carlton Cole. It wasn't Cole, because he, he looked at us and he was like... <laughs> How did they Andy, miss that? Andy Carroll missed a couple. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, the one he at the bar. The one he at the bar a couple of weeks ago. You did. 
Okay. Andy Carroll. So Andy Carroll. You missed most ridiculous. No, in the no, I'm, I'm missing them out oh. on purpose. Okay, fine. fine. Uh, presenter's choice, fan of the year. Now, uh, we haven't had many fans on, but um, I think because he got very upset last time, we should give it to our Nige because he's been on about four times. Hey, our Nige. Your Nige. Mean your Nige. Well, I think he's got more in common with John, actually, than me. Is that why, the Is that why he's replacing me? Mm. He's not. What? Let's what? not go into this. Um, <laughs> Chant of the year. So Nigel a, Carr wins that. And you're getting a more, uh, a better former player. Chant of the year. It's <laughs> happening again. It's happening again. Absolutely. Chant of the year. Absolutely. <laughs> this is really scientific, these awards, aren't they? Uh, the Mornish Podcast Player of the Year. Who's impressed you the most this year? Mark Noble. I'd go Adrian. I'm Mark Noble. Mark Noble, John. Adrian. Oh, we're gonna, oh. what are we going to do? Deadlock. Do, 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 do. Even though, even now, which your podcast, George? So you get to decide. Oh, look at that! Casting vote. Poor little sweet, yeah. Right at the end, Mark Noble wins. Mark Noble's got. Mark Noble. Friends close, enemies close. I'm not convinced. I'm not 100 convinced by Adrian. I don't think he. I think he's done quite well. Can't do that one. Okay, now we're going to do. We're going to do West Ham podcast of the year. Well, I think it should be uh, more than just a podcast. Round. I think it should be the Premier League roundtable one. <laughs> EPL, <isn't it>? <laughs> <laughs> EPL one. <laughs> I think that one. What do you think? I think I think we should win it this year. Yeah, well, well let's win it. There's two let's go out two. with a flurry. <laughs> 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 we won it. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Four presenters in the studio decided we won it. Presenter yeah, of the year. <laughs> Reese. Me. No, can't he, vote for he, tra- he travels in every week yeah. through all those yeah. traffic. You lines. can't vote for yourself. After yeah. <laughs> John, who do you vote for? Reese. Reese, who do you John. vote for? Sean, who do you vote for? George. <laughs> <laughs> I vote for John. John has won. Presenter of the year. Well done, That's John. That's my much. Like, Sean, Sean's, Sean's pudged the sofa. <laughs> my farewell speech before I hand the baton on to Nigel. I would like to say thank you very much. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. he's a yeah. man of right. What else did we few miss? words? Uh, nothing really. Most ridiculous in oh, the show. We can't you, really um, do that because it hasn't been. Hasn't been. Sean, were you a... impressed? Well, I, with... I, I, I could be up for that one after I said Max Grader was definitely, definitely joining um, West Ham mm. and wrote about it, and Sky News were wrong, only to be wrong. Were you impressed with the the black third kit, by the way? Yeah, they did we play with it. to mention it. Navy, yeah. I think. Is Ill it Navy? You oh, missed ill-fitting kit so. as well. Uh, most ill-fitting kit? Uh, Ravel Morrison. Yeah, for wearing yeah, gloves. that's a good one. I think that's and, it. And we didn't have a celebrity guest because... Because we Sean's didn't have Sean, Sean's, do, Sean Sean's too more busy on his plate. <laughs> I put in more effort to this than anyone mm. It's It's the Monster Podcast well, Fantasy League update. It's finished. Well, not the update. It's the final. It's finished. Uh, the winner <laughs> was Sean. <sighs> Thank you. With 2,386 points. There for Wigan, isn't it? Second place was friend of the show, XWHU employee. And third place well was done. Stephen Roberts. Yeah, well nice. done. You George free. finished eighth with 2,269 points. Good effort. John 30th with 2,136 points. Medium effort. Reese finished 90th. Poor effort. With yeah, no, down, didn't <laughs> <laughs> We didn't have a good year. <laughs> we didn't have a good year. Too many Norwich players. <laughs> uh, and last place was Charlie Manley, quite unsurprisingly, with 1,156 points. He wasn't that far away in the end. Well, from you. <laughs> uh, we move on to this. Yes, it's time for Twitter, Facebook question. Twitter, Facebook time. It's easy for you to say. Uh, I, I put a little something on the page early just to get a little bit of a discussion going. you didn't even going. use the word peeps. Uh, uh, obviously, the biggest news of the day, other than Pepe Mel's mutual consent departure from most Brom, uh, was that Andy Carroll has been named on the standby list in England's World Cup squad. Mm-hmm. But actually, he's on holiday in Dubai at the moment with his missus. Should he have waited, or do you agree with his ongoing on holiday anyway attitude? <laughs> I'm going to ask the, the studio first. What do you think? If you were a professional footballer and there were, you knew there was a chance that you'd be named in... So, so there's a squad of 30 that could possibly go, be going to uh, Brazil mm-hmm. and there's a chance you're going to be in that squad. Mm-hmm. Would you at least wait till the squad's announced before going on holiday? 
Well, when did he go on holiday? Y- last night. Well, they must... I think Direct- they got told yesterday. No, exactly. No, 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 no. That's not true. Because apparently... Roy Hodgson tried to call him today and well, get yeah, hold of him. Get hold of him because he's on yeah. a plane to Dubai. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> that's right. So no, he had to be told in another way. I think he left a message on Instagram, um, but no, <laughs> Roy couldn't get hold of him. So, so what, 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 what's your opinion on this? Because I, I, I for one, don't think no, they don't meet up for another week. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, can I ask a question? So he's gonna, all he's going to be doing is drinking. I want drinking. to ask a question. Drinking. He doesn't drink. He, he can't drink. in Dubai. I don't think he drinks. He's in the hotel. He's an athlete. Oh, can he? Anyway, I want to ask one question, George, if you can answer it, which is, when do you have to report for training? If you are standby... I don't know. I don't know. But then it's probably okay to go on holiday. Regardless, there's hundreds of thousands of footballers in this country. He's been top picked in the top 30. I just think it's a bit disrespectful of him to even consider going on holiday. It's disrespectful. Before the World Cup. Well, they can go whenever. I think he does a lot of other things that are disrespectful. I wouldn't think think it holds him in any great sort of favours. That's what I mean. He's not kind of of impression. He's loved uh, us Billy Mucklow. He he, he clearly wasn't really going to be a first pick because he's done bugger all all season, has he? Not according to Roy Hodgson. In the press conference, said he's done really well. He's, he's got back some form since he... He hasn't. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> struggled. Anyway, you, think you can't blame him. He's been... He let's hear from the listeners. Let's see what the Facebook app question time. Aaron Sean Watkins saying, surely he would have been informed before? No. They don't, don't they tell the club before? No. Uh, Mark Scott said, it doesn't matter. He's looked like a man on holiday for a few weeks now. Agreed. Agreed. Mm. Uh, Aaron Sean Watkins then says, I agree with Mark. But he may be back for the meet on the 19th. Can't personally see a problem with this if he's gone for a couple of days and back to train with the squad. Rooney is on holiday too, apparently. There you go, then. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, if it's all right for Rooney, it's all right for Andy Cowell. Shrek. Matthew Attree says, I'm sure the the England squad have a week or so now before they meet up. I, I agree. This is not my point, though. My point is that he just shouldn't yeah, did they get your point? Uh, they at least wait till you found out. He yeah, probably, exactly. He probably, yeah. Uh, he probably did know. Does it matter? But if he did know, he shouldn't be going on holiday because he's still got a chance of going to the World Cup. Yeah, but Rooney's he's on holiday. For Rooney. He's good Rooney. enough for him. I yeah. didn't know he that. He doesn't want so, doesn't he? And how do we know Rooney's on holiday? We Messi's don't. also on holiday. He's just saying it. Yeah. Messi's gone to... Uh, Ball, uh, Bogner Bogner Regis. Regis. Yeah. yeah. yeah there <laughs> Uh, Carl Roberts says, with the money involved these days, he'll just be private jetted back at the drop of a hat. Yeah, anyway, do we want him to go? He'll only get injured anyway. Yeah, of ben Harshaw says, he obviously realises he doesn't deserve to go and is very unlikely to. Uh, well, Kevin um, is there any other striker on the standby list? Uh, Defoe. Ah. Uh, Kevin Lumsden says, surely... Surely he can be back from holiday in time to meet for the meet with the squad. I then replies that I'm sure that's possible, but not sure it's very professional. Kevin Lumsden said maybe, but when else can he take a holiday? It would look worse if he was away for the pre-season during the World Cup or in the World Cup build-up. Your points are taken on board, listeners. Yeah, but he's still giving it large in Dubai. Um, and we move on to the predictions for next season now. So we're just 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 reached an hour. So let's quickly run through these. Yeah, I asked three questions, which one I asked you earlier. Right, I'm, I'm going to run through then. John? The questions are... If there's a new manager... Yes. Who will it be and Your who choice. would you want it to be? Who would I want it to be? Well, if we're, from what we're talking tonight, I would like to have Benitez. Reese. Oh, no. Finishing... Sorry, still John. Uh, where are we going to finish in the le- league next year? Tenth. If, if Benitez is our manager. Tenth. And who will be our marquee signing? Um, ooh, He's supposed know. to be quick fire, John. I don't know. He doesn't know. No one off the top of my head. Reese, new manager, yes. who would it be? Uh, who will it be or who would who, I want it? Who would it? it want it to be? Your choice. Who would I want it to be? Uh, I'd like to see Ranieri. So would I. Ranieri, I'd like to see. Uh, finishing position. Finishing position. If Ranieri's the manager. Uh, ninth. Alan Pardew, seventh, oh, Denver Bar. And if, if there's... Sorry. Who's going to be our marquee <laughs> signing? Uh, marquee signing... Uh, if we get a, quite a bit of money, maybe Loic Remy. Oh, I love going to Arsenal. I'm going for... Or... Uh, Berbatov. 
because he loves Ranieri so much. I'm going to follow do, him. I'm going for Lescott. Oh, oh no! Sean, new manager. Alan Pardew, eighth. Or did I say seventh? You just Denver said Bar. Seven. Denver Bar. Uh, I'm going to go. My choice, Ranieri. I think we'll finish. I think we'll finish eighth. And I think our marquee signing should be Nathan Redmond. Ooh. Oh, yeah, they've gone down, haven't they? Good player. So, guys, are we back next year? We are. Or at full season. We are. Don't of course know. we are. We've got to get at least another two out before you... Uh, We've got to get to yeah, 100 yeah, before yeah. you. Yeah. So, so we're not doing any Seagamel ones. We won't probably be back for the World Cup. Well, since we, we, might, we might do one World Cup one. Just we'll see, see how England are doing. If England yeah, we get, make no promises. If England get through the group, we'll do a podcast. We'll post it at the same time as we do our season... Like um, and we will do a we pre-season do review, won't we? We'll do a transfer roundup or something. We usually do, or then we forget. If England get through the group, we will do a podcast. So there agree? you go. What a promise. Everyone agree? So we won't be back. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> that would mean we won't be doing one anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Have a good summer. Thank you all once again for listening Have to the podcast, podcast yeah. for the third season. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He's hoping that next year will be better than the last. Let's hope yes. so. Yes. And we're Onwards looking to do upwards. features, aren't we? We like to mix it up. We want yeah, to look at something features, features, features. So well, apparently we're looking at more features than guests because we're more like being up the pub podcast than we, we are. are. We're, we're the being, boys down the pub. What we've been before or anything like that. Uh, we should do think, 10 points with Sean. we've always gone for... Uh, 10 questions, 10 points with That's Sean. That's a great shout. That is yeah, such a good shout. Do. What's that? Let's do, let's do a little Q&A session after uh, a certain sh- amount of pints. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 10 pints. Pint oh. a question. Some of uh, outside broadcast so like you'd that. get about four pints and you'd have to go on the shorts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, many, like many, <laughs> many thanks from me. Um, thank many you for listening. Me too. And we'll see you, see you next season. Uh, Sean, do you want to say your goodbyes? Yeah, no, thanks uh, everybody for listening. Uh, it wouldn't be possible without you. And uh, come on, you irons. Reese, see you later. And John. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening, and come on, you irons. Yes. Keep the faith. Mm. See you next season. This is where you say bye. Bye. (coughs) Yeah. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 